Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Level With You show. My name is Wiley Olmsted, and this week I am joined by the full squad of Level With You. We've got the Sub-Zero hero, Kenny Castro. What's going on? How's it going? Say hi to your mother for me. I'm not so phantom producer. Mom, my friend wants to say hi. Hello, doodly, everybody. <laughs> and he is back, and he is better than ever. The do artistic one, Anthony Duart. Hey, how's it going? All right. If you Classic. did not know, this is a weekly video game podcast where we talk about, you guessed it, video games. We would so appreciate it if you could hit that subscribe button so you would know whenever a new episode or whenever other new content drops on our channel, of which there is a fair amount. Fair, decent amount. You, know, you might see more elsewhere, but you know, we're getting yeah. there. You can also and listen can to us on podcast services like, I don't know, Spotify, or I don't know, iTunes, or I don't know, Google Play. That's completely correct. Thank you for reminding me, Tyler. And if you'd like to join our Discord, where you can squat up, chat, leave us questions for the show, look in the description below. You will find instructions on how to do so. All right. We have Cyberpunk coming in two days. That's what the show will be about last next week. But until then, we're going to do our usual spiel about what we've been playing, what's been going on in our lives, how things are going. Why don't we start with you, Anthony? You weren't here last week. What's you been going on with? Uh, you know, just the usual. Uh, getting fat. Uh, I'm not really doing a whole lot. It's cold outside. Uh mm-hmm. That's no, nothing, nothing too much. Just uh, been playing more Yakuza when I can and working on some commissions. But other than that, just doing a whole lot of the same. Not too much. Not too much is crazy. I got my cat. We got a, our cat down from a tree in the backyard last night. So that was fun. Interesting. How did it get up there? Is it a, an outdoor one? No, it is an indoor cat. Oh, <laughs> so, dang. She's a little, it's not a kitten anymore, but she's still pretty small. But we got her and I was coming home from work yesterday i stepped into the house and i had my hands full of a big thing of yogurt like a costco size thing of yogurt mm. some muffins and like i think a lunchbox or something and i went to open the door and as i opened the door she's just standing right there she always just stands there and waits whenever you come home she'll stand there and i was like oh shit because i was in a very bad position to really not be able to touch or move anything so i looked at her and she looked at me <laughs> and then she looked at me and i looked at her and I said, and time slowed down, and she went right out the door. So then I threw the yogurts and muffins, and they landed in my doorway. The muffins went everywhere. The yogurt, thankfully, was still oh my alive. gosh. So I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I ran out the door, and I had just let uh, JPEG out, the little dog that's here with us. And he had just gotten himself trying to chase the cat tangled up in our little Christmas ornament that we have in the front yard. So I was like, god damn it, no, I'll be right back. <laughs> so I ran around the back. And I saw her, like, just standing there. And I was like, you piece of shit, come here. I was like, it's okay, come here, kitty. And then she just looked at me and saw a bunny run away in the yard. So naturally, she ran after the bunny. So as she's bolting that way, I'm trying to, like, run down this little slope we have in the backyard on the, like, iced over snow that just happened on Saturday. And I get down there, and she's looking at me, and I'm looking at her, and I'm trying to, like, approach her closely. And she's just getting farther away from me until she gets to, like, the back almost woods area. And on the right side of our house, there's, like, a big drop in the backyard. It's just like a hill. That goes down. So I was like, oh, she, I'm not going to be able to get her. She goes down there. And thankfully, she didn't go that way. She went forward towards the stone wall. So I crept up, and she was like maybe four feet in front of me. And then she just jumps onto this tree and grabs onto the tree trying to chase us. It looked like a squirrel or something. And she's just standing there. This is a wild but one for being an indoor kitty. She's nuts. She's, she's an absolute fireball. 
<laughs> she didn't know what to do. I, I don't think she thought she would get that far. So she just stuck, like clung to the tree and like didn't do anything and just looked back at me. And I was like, oh, it's now or never. So I went and I grabbed her and pulled her up and got her. And she was just freaking out the whole time. Like, let me go. Oh, my gosh. And I got her back inside. So you didn't even have to alert the roommates. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> They're watching but right I, now. Uh, they're listening. No, I told uh, him uh, yesterday after the fact. I was like, we have a pretty good tree climber. Nice. Really well, I have gotten in the habit of taking out Pepper on daily walks. It's just part of his routine right now. Um, he either will be taken before work uh, by Elena, or I'll do it a little later on in the afternoon after she's gone to work. And if he doesn't get it, he whines like a little dog and <laughs> just is not happy. But he's out there for half an hour. When he gets back in, he's content. He's He's got out his zoomies and his attempt at catching birds, which he never does. And he's content to be a, a lazy, slowly getting chubby kitty cat who just turned one on December 3rd. So shout out to Pepper. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy you, you happy Pepper Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Peps. Happy birthday. Uh, what about you, Kenny? What's going on? I don't know about you guys, but I can smell my feet. They smell gross. Uh, <laughs> you ever have that when you like you smell your feet through your socks? No. I didn't mean to catch you off, Kenny. I was just like... There are days, though, when I forget to put on deodorant in the morning. I mean, it's, it's easy when you work from home nowadays. So then by, by, the, by the time 5 o'clock rolls around, I'm, I'm like smelling something, and, and it's me. You're like super rancid down there under the armpits. I don't know about you guys. This is probably just a me thing, but during the colder months, my feet tend to sweat more, and I need to change my socks more throughout the day. Like I, I I usually (laughs) will change my socks once a day, especially if I'm like home working, which I do almost every day now. So am I alone there? Any other sock changers? (laughs) Nah, my feet, my feet don't get sweaty. On them joints, while they throw baby powder on it. Yeah, that's what I do for my uh, junk. I do that in the morning before I go to work. So I'm just moving around a lot, and <laughs> like I said before, I'm getting fat. So like my thighs are starting to slap together when I walk. So nice little <laughs> bit of baby powder down there. So, helps, uh, you throw some along. talcum powder down there. Eh. Oh yeah, talcum yeah. powder. I hear that's good to make shoes not squeak. Mm, I don't know. But like I throw <laughs> talcum powder at everything. Huh? Be good. Or <laughs> so squeaking talcum powder. I probably should change my socks with this smell. It'd probably be a good choice. Yeah, my, might be my, my feet actually don't smell. Okay. Don't smell. They don't really sweat. Really? Ever? Ever? Not, not really. Not I mean, a, I, look at I mean, when I go to the gym, I'll change them. But that's your lucky. lucky you guy you guys got to get your pedicure game up. Tyler goes like twice a week. Mm. <laughs> I know that that business is like one of the most hardest hit from COVID. It's uh, it's a shame. Yeah, yeah that sucks. Vaccines taken today in Britain, though. There is hope. There is light around the corner. We may be able to do the show in person in just a few months. Um, maybe sooner. We'll see. But anyway, I was going to ask Kenny how things going over with you. I know you've been streaming that Yakuza. You've been enjoying the Series X. Anything else going on that you'd like to highlight? Wrapping gifts. Ah, know. okay. Nice. in a way, wrapping Got gifts up, like you know. Got your Santa class hat on. I, I ever since I learned how to wrap gifts, the, <laughs> the, the fiance just doesn't wrap gifts anymore. There you <laughs> go. 
<laughs> it's a, I always save it to like the last minute. I, I regret it. I regret watching YouTube videos now. Like you watch YouTube videos to do it? Yeah, yeah it, it was it was like no, because when I used to just do it, it'd be crumpled and it'd be like some yeah, but that, that adds character to it. Plus, I can't really tell what's in there. It's a bigger nope. surprise. So then she complained one time, and I was like, you know what? YouTube videos. YouTube was like taught me, and I was like, now I'm a pro. But now I wrap everything: birthday gifts, Christmas. Baby gifts, baby showers, everything. Babies themselves. Every, every, I wrap babies up too. I hand <laughs> them to the to the, the that bird, the bird that takes it, brings it to the parents. That's how Mr. babies Stork. are born, right? You gotta be careful. That's that's Mr. Korsk. Yeah, that's his Korsk. brother. He's the one. He eats the <laughs> he eats the babies. You gotta make sure you get stork. You gotta get the stork, not Korsk. Yeah, not Korsk. I'm with Anthony. I'm definitely a procrastinator as far as wrapping goes. I just have it pile up gifts in a secret corner in my closet. And then once it's three, four days before, I'm like, all right, I guess I'm taking two hours, going to put on a podcast and wrap a shitload of gifts. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. 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 I actually, this, this past weekend, I had a, I don't know, I just had like a feeling like uh, I wasn't really doing much. So I'm just like, I'm just going to wrap a couple gifts. Um, but now I'm kind of like in this predicament of, uh, so me and Caitlin just ordered like stockings for each other, um, for the both of us, I guess. So now I, have to, I need to decide what I'm putting in the stocking, and then what I'm gonna wrap. So Andy. I'm waiting for the stocking. Oh come on, for the stocking, just stocking, man. Like, for stockings, I mean that's just like candy and coffee. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but maybe I got some for being horrible at the stocking last year. Like she literally looked at me, she was like, You're gonna do this do my stocking again this year? And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> she was like, You sucked last year. And I was like, <laughs> At least she's honest. I was like, Huh? Ooh. Yeah. I was like, okay. So I've never had to do Elena's stocking because it's always been we we're at her folks for Christmas morning and my parents for Christmas afternoon. And that's just something that they're that my mom and uh, my mother-in-law just still really enjoy, I think. So nope, I haven't had yeah. that difficulty, that struggle of not satisfying. Until you, until you show up this year and her dad's like, listen, you, <laughs> mar- you took her hand in marriage. You're the man now. You're the man now. Here's the stocking. You hang it at your home now. Here's, here's the I'm stocking. Tired. Stuff I'm it. Tired of, I'm tired of buying chocolates and candies. You stuff it. <laughs> Okay. You stuff okay. my daughter's stocking well, for now on. I'll myself mentally Sorry. for that because I, I could see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get the uh, talk. So, so yeah, I feel bad for my stepdaughter when she has when she ends up getting married in the future. I'm gonna be horrible. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna Imagine be about... Robert De Niro on Dominican steroids. No, you're gonna uh, be fine. It'll be trying fun. to milk my cat fucker. Huh? Fun. You trying to milk my cat? Huh? <laughs> You try to milk my oh. cat, you saw him? Classic meet the pairs <laughs> reference. I love it. Milky's cat? Yeah, you don't you didn't you don't remember Meet the Parents? I never saw it. Oh my god. Never saw me oh, wow. bad. Such a funny movie. I loved it back in the day. I mm-hmm. when it first came out, I think I was eleven. I think it came out in two thousand one. Don't ask me why I'm good at remembering <laughs> movie years, but I thought it was the funniest movie I had ever seen at that point. And I, like, it has not aged that well, probably. I'm sure I would not probably think that not. if I watched it today. But 
I was a little movie buff back in fourth, fifth grade, and I wrote a review for it, and I was like, five stars, funniest movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, is the sequel Meet the Meet the Fockers? Is that the sequel yeah. to Meet the Parents? And yeah. it's like the pun on Meet the Fuckers joke, because haha, funny, swear. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Which, uh, I, was, I never knew that. Then yep. they made another third movie called Little Fockers. Oh, yep. I do remember the commercials for that. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, Meet the Fuckers was okay, but even as it a wasn't kid, as funny as the first one. Yeah, even as a kid, I was like, this just wasn't as good. It felt felt forced. Mm. Uh, you know what movie didn't feel forced? Off topic, Zoolander. The first one, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. The second oh, yeah. one, definitely forced. Zoolander with Blue Steel. Oh yeah, classic. Mm-hmm. That was another. That was when Ben Stiller was the comedy king. Oh yeah, yep. seriously, he was good. Yeah, with there's something about Mary. Zoolander, oh and what's the one we were just talking about? How'd you Dodgeball? get the Franks above the beams? Oh yeah, dodgeball, of course. How'd so, you yeah, get they... the beams above the Franks? How? And meet the parents is the one we were talking about. <laughs> um, who's the comedy king nowadays? I guess you'd have to say hmm. Adam Sandler, still hands down. <laughs> I mean, he's had quite a comeback with his Netflix shit. Yeah. Um, but no, I'd have to give it to like yeah. Kevin Hart. Uh, even though Chappelle's made a, a big, strong push back. Um, when it comes to movies, it would be Kevin Hart. Um, he's everywhere. There's Seth Rogen and James Franco combo. That combo yeah. is deadly. Um, it is, but yeah. it's also kind of dead. Yeah, Lee. they haven't done anything in a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I actually was thinking of a, uh, a movie plot. Me and my coworker were talking about it today because he brought up... Uh, I, I never heard about this until before today. It was the P allegations or like the the P video with Trump? Apparently that you was the whole thing. About that? No, did you guys hear about that? Yes. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> whole P thing, and I was like, whoa, wait. Okay, for the for the viewers that don't know what this is about, apparently uh, there's a very scandalous uh, theory that there is a video of Donald Trump watching two ladies pee on a bed in the Ritz Carlton, and he's just sitting there going, oh yeah. Oh, in Russia, I, in Russia, yeah. where Russia, Obama yep. used to stay, where it yes. stayed. That's yeah. what it was. And the plot for the movie that I had was James Franco and Seth Rogen. <laughs> uh, they somehow get mixed up and they acquire the P video from like a CIA Secret Service guy. Like James Franco's just hanging at his house and his like internet goes down or something. And he's like, oh, I want to invite my nerdy friend uh, over, played by Seth Rogen, who's like, oh, yeah, I'll fix your internet. <laughs> And they, they somehow he's like, oh, let's get really high. And then they get high and like somehow some, like break into some CIA server. And like a, there's like a van outside or something. And they get the video for some means. And then they get to spend the whole movie avoiding the CIA and the president. And, by and, they, the video. and they haven't fully watched the video. So they're like, it's the, it's the Trump P video. You gotta watch it. It's a Trump yeah. video. Oh no, they totally watch it. <laughs> we, you don't see it. They, 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 it's like one of those ones from behind the computer. You just see them watching it. You don't get to see any of it. Maybe like one little shot of like a girl going, Ips. and it's just <laughs> you just hear Trump's voice going, "I'll tell you, the puddle's gonna be huge." <laughs> Do you know what the movie is called? Is it is it this one that I'm seeing, Zeroville? The the what movie? The, the movie in, the movie in Ant's head. <laughs> oh, that was a movie in your head? <laughs> yeah, I just made the plot up, yeah. Oh. It's not a real movie. <laughs> it's oh my God. Right? Uh, yeah, I mean, you convinced me. I was like, I guess this is what they're doing now, and I'm surprised I haven't heard of it. <laughs> yeah, see? If you guys want to con- call me up, I'll help That's you write hilarious. it. 
And, we, and we've got a Golden Age Retriever in the chat. He's asking you to release your P-tapes. Oh, <laughs> trust me. I don't know, man. I'm not. Re- I'm waiting to release those till we get Smell-O-Vision. Not till you can smell it, then we'll see it. Mm. That's that's a bright yet scary future. Depends <laughs> on how dehydrated you are, because that'll be yeah. bright yellow. True. So, Tyler, you're the last one we haven't checked in on. Anything going on in uh, Chicopee that we need to be appraised of before we yeah, talk about Yeah, how's your peas? Uh, hydrated? Yellow? Uh, nothing clear. too crazy. Peas been pretty clear lately. Been pretty hydrated. Um, one thing I will mention is that... So, my dad gave me an early Christmas gift. Um, he got me a... Oh, light. No, not, not, <laughs> not yet. Thanks, Dad! <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> he got... He got me a uh, an electric smoker, so I was like, "All right, sweet, I'll try this what? out." What? Okay. So that was smoking bad. So I ended up like hooking it up. The instructions say that you should like pre-season it first, so like run it with nothing in it, and then like add some wood chips to pre-season like the entire thing. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Um, so I did that what the day that I opened it and like put it all together, and then I was like, "All right," I had like some brisket and some ribs that I was gonna smoke like the next day and or actually no i was gonna do it today (laughs) so i plugged it in today and it just like wouldn't work it was like the temperature reading like wasn't working or something like that and i have like no idea what's going on so i've come down to two conclusions either one there's something malfunctioning and faulty with it or two they fail to say in the instructions that it shouldn't be used in like winter cold weather because part of me is thinking that that could be a reason because it was shitting sitting in the shed like overnight like the internal temperature just got like messed with because it was sitting out there for so long Hmm. so did you have to bring it inside and like warm it up before you could use it i I don't know man i put out a uh, support request out to uh master built hoping they get back to me Oh, yeah, pretty bad. So that would be quite a uh, addition to your cooking repertoire. Like, I know. Over and get some smoked brisket from you. That'd be. I know. So I was really like banking on like that happening today, where I, I like I didn't want like the the meat to go because I got the meat on last on Friday, I think. So I didn't want it to like wait too much longer before I actually made it. So I just ended up like throwing it in the oven for a while at like a low temperature. It's not the same though. You didn't get one of those full-ass briskets, did you? I did, but I split it. <laughs> okay, you split it, and then you saved, put half in the freezer? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. This just gives you an excuse to get a Wendy's now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still made it. It's just, like, not as, not get, as good as it being smoked. What did you season right? it with? Uh, just, like, a bunch of <laughs> uh, garlic powder, onion powder, paprika, um, and then, like, I for, like, the last three hours, I put in some, like, a... Uh, Apple cider vinegar in the bottom under some tin foil. Any, um, any, any ground mustard into that? Uh, no, no, no brown mustard. It's not making Chinese food, Kenny. No, ground, ground, not brown. Oh, no, no. Brown, <laughs> just, it's just a, oh, well, it's the old mustard. Um, what's funny about brisket and uh, barbecue brisket is that the most, I guess, I guess Texas is sort of the king of the brisket. You know, each region sort of has their specialty. You got North Carolina, South Carolina kind of claiming that their pulled pork is the best. Uh, St. Louis is real big on their ribs. 
Texas, their pride and joy is the brisket. And a lot of them, especially uh, Aaron Franklin, he uses only salt and pepper for his seasonings. And uh, that's what we started to do at City Barbecue, or not City, but at Wildwood Barbecue towards the end of my working there. And it was great. I mean, I mean we also just tweaked some other things about it, but just a fun mm. fun fact. Um, I, I love me some some brisket, no matter what type of, or mostly no matter what you put on it. <clears throat> Right. All right. Let's like talk it. about some video games. That was a nice, healthy intro. Thanks for the spirited conversation this week. We're going to be touching on Blasphemous. Wiley finally finished that one. We've got an update with some new Mortal Kombat 11 characters. Tyler's finally wrapped up Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You're only two days away from Cyberpunk. So we're going to be talking about later in the show our most anticipated game that we've ever had. I thought that since Cyberpunk has now been on the release schedule for seven, eight, eight years, something like that, definitely the entire generation, something that we just see a little bit more every E3, and you think to yourself, is it ever coming out? It's finally happening. <clears throat> Critics have reviews out. We're going to be doing some review roundups as well. But before we do that, when we talk a little bit about stuff we've been playing, anybody have any volunteers on who wants to go first? Um, I can go ahead first if you want me to, Wiley. That would be swell. You finished up Valhalla. We've been talking about it for the last two or three weeks. Give me your final thoughts and how it stacks up to some other favorites of the year for you. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I think one of the things that stood out to me was, and I kept on mentioning to you guys, was um, I wasn't exactly sure if I've like finished like the story or not because I'm so used to like games just like rolling credits. Um, I beat Animal Crossing in like a day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, actually, it's impossible to beat Animal Crossing in a day. Uh, you're like, dude, oh, if I remember correctly from the group chat, you're like, uh, guys, just rolled credits on Animal Crossing. Eh, no big deal. Kick a slider. It's my real little bro. He sung my favorite song for me. He dedicated it. Gave me a shout out. Yeah, he he said, gave me Saturday night KK slide. Was that, yeah, he said, screw everybody else. I was the best at Animal Crossing. Okay, bye. I don't know how they programmed into the game. Okay, bye. Showed up. Okay, okay, bye. <laughs> um, but now Assassin's Creed. Um, I really liked it. I mean, there's still plenty of stuff to do. I definitely have not gone through and like got all the the synchronization, uh, fast travel points. There's still tons of like the mystery side quests. I haven't even gotten close to like getting all of the the armor and, and the gear. Yeah, the wealth in there. <laughs> Um, I I am pretty close to uh, taking out all of the the order members. Um, I think all I have left is like five or six uh, zealots, um, and then I th I'm pretty sure once I kill the rest of them, then I'll finally get the last clue to figure out who the like the the head of everybody is. The head Templar. Yep. Or whatever and uh you you did mention that it doesn't roll credits which you know to their defense it it gives you the impression that oh you're not done keep on playing keep on buying skins keep on waiting <laughs> for next week's uh dlc you know, ultimate uh vampire skin pack or whatever they decide to do but right. i do think it would be nice for the thousands of developers that worked on these massive games that they get that moment of Recognition. I, I think that yeah. kind of annoys me. How forest Netflix... recognition. <laughs> well, yeah, it it 
should be you enjoyed their product for however long no, it was, I, I agree i agree that there yeah. should be like a forced recognition that you have to yeah. like or at least it gets put in front of you then you don't have to like actually click on like the credits on the home screen to see it kind of thing right yeah. um exactly. i hate when they do that i'd much rather enjoy it like it does it feels like an accomplishment in itself when you're like yeah i got to the credits i beat the game yeah it's a nice cathartic moment where you're like just sit back like uh, let me update my Google document with all the games I've beat. <laughs> <laughs> or take a big pee because I've been sitting down trying to pee yeah. for the past like 10 minutes. Maybe I'm in, in a situation where I was like, you're not getting another beer till you beat this boss, right? Oh, God, no. <laughs> like, finally go get another beer. There you go. Um, but yeah, so I personally also been playing Valhalla, as people listening to the show know. I have decided that I'm going to not have it be my main slice at the moment um i just i have cyberpunk right around the corner i feel like i can watch a few youtube videos if i need a story refresher and jump back in either when that's if that's on christmas break or in january i I will get through it I, i feel confident in that because it's not like i've disliked my time with it it's just not really pulling me in and i don't really want to keep ticking away at it at right now that's just you know, i have the luxury of doing that i'm not reviewing it tyler's already said his piece on it so I'm taking a break uh, it's not I'm you it's me break. exactly there you go it's not you it's me i just need a little bit of a space I, I do feel like that part in asgard that you were so high on i was a little less so i i understand why you were so impressed but having seen similar things in the two previous games i was not as caught off guard by it um like there's really cool mystical things in odyssey and origins and with this one i just lost the story beat pretty quickly and i was just like i don't even know what's happening just 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 let me get back to avor because i'm just sort of disengaged with the story here you were you into the whole <laughs> asgard story arc um i mean yeah i liked it i think i thought it was like a a good change of pace um from the the main story arcs i mean the whole like concept of or what i've what i found like kind of like the whole kind of like tie-in with with the asgard and like the main story quest is that there are characters who are kind of like the reincarnation of all these gods that that are in asgard um those those norse gods that you meet um and you don't really like find out who's who until later on who everybody oh, okay. is really well that's kind of neat i did not know that it sort of seemed like i i was trying to find the point i'll say some of the actors that are portraying you know thor and loki and other godlike figures seemed extremely ordinary in terms of their appearance appearance and you know i guess i'm just used to seeing what we get from the marvel side of things but anyway, that's. I'm glad that you enjoyed your time. What was your final hour, hour count? Um, I think it was right around. I think it was between seventy and eighty, most likely. Okay. okay. Uh, might may have been even a little bit less. Word. Well, then I've heard that there's definitely like a hundred to hundred and twenty hours of content. So I, I bet there's more there. And you think you'll be back for the Ireland DLC and whatever they decide to do with it? Hey, maybe. We'll see how far along I am with Cyberpunk. Gotcha. Yeah, it's going to be well after that. So, um, And how about you, Mr. Kenny? We, we played some Rogue Company. I thought we could give the folks an update on that. 
My bad. I was stuffing my face with some gummy bears. <laughs> That's <Nice>. okay. <laughs> so you just got every achievement in Rogue Company, which is a third-person yep. shooter um, that has been out of early access for a few weeks, unbeknownst to me, until a few days ago when I finally uh, downloaded it for free. Um, it's it's team-based, four v four, kind of characters based, as in something like um, Overwatch but uh, siege-type rounds where you're just trying to get to five wins quicker. Yep. Um, and from what I... My two hours with it, I will say that I think it's worth trying, for sure. It's it's free now, and if you're into multiplayer shooters with your friends, I think that the shooting feels tighter than I expected it to. Uh, the match-to-match progression was very easy to understand and made the made the game as a whole just feel accessible um the maps were pretty well laid out and you know kenny and what was your friend's name murphy murph Murph. yeah he he was there were good uh guides for me so i felt pretty quickly acclimated to what i was doing and you know was contributing in the small ways but kenny's been pretty hard on the grind for I guess a few weeks now, if you you got all the achievements, right? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I I kind of dove back in after Murph installed it, and he kind of committed. He was like, "I'm playing. I'm gonna play this hardcore." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm nasty at it. I'll I'll get back in it." And we've been going pretty hard with it. I actually, my last achievement was notching. The last achievement I got was notching my 100th win in the game. Okay, yeah, that's, so that's win 100. Win, so. So you won 100 games. That means you've won 500 rounds. Yeah, practically. Word. That's Damn. a that's yeah. a bunch. Tyler, yeah. you played this back a few weeks ago. What, what were your thoughts on it? Um, I, I like it. It's a good, it's a good game. Um, at least back when I was playing it, it was. I mean, it sounds like it's still a a solid game. Um, I got kind of tired of it. And like, have they added any like new game modes or how is it still so just kind of the same things add- or? They started adding um, limited time modes. Like, like right now, they have a limited time snipers only. So every doesn't matter what character you pick, everybody starts with a sniper and their sidearm. Hmm. Um, and it's a strikeout, so it's like a team deathmatch. Yep. Um, they added the ranked ranked gameplay to it. So now, so now there's actually ranked gameplay that you could you can max out at rank thirty, and that's a grind to do. Um, I already won two matches, and I'm only halfway through to getting to rank two. So it's going to be a little bit, if I even if I'm attempting to get to rank 30. Do I think it's possible? I think so. I think that me and Murph, we've, we've developed a couple of nice, nice character combos. Um, they added a character named Dahlia. To, uh, to the to the roster um i'm not sure if you were you played when dahlia after dahlia got added but dahlia can link to another character and take their passive and, that's and cool. that, so she so what we run is a dahlia lancer combo sometimes but because lancer is a flanking character like somebody you use to flank um the other team because her super is silence silent steps so for nine seconds she could run at full speed and you can't nobody can hear her running Right, and it's pretty she's cool. Practically silent and can't be revealed to the enemy. And um, her passive is the most important part of her. Her dodge roll is an instant reload. 
Ooh. Of her gun, so you could get <laughs> into good. a fight with multiple people and just dodge roll and always reload, have your gun reloaded on your dodge roll. So you're on one on one fights. She's meant to win most one on one fights, and um, she she forces teams to trade fire with her. So it, what's good about her is that then Dahlia picks her passive up. So that means there's two characters that can exchange with anybody and roll and reload instantly with their dodge roll now. So not only Lancer, but also Dahlia because Dahlia linked and took the passive. So that's a nice little combo we run when mm-hmm. we're trying when we decide to go super aggressive. Um that's, when that's we neat. Don't, Yeah, when we don't go aggressive, we well with this is another aggressive one, but we go V and um, Dima. So you know I love Dima, Tyler. Yeah. And what V does, V has these practically like leech leech um, bombs that she throws out. So she throws it out, pops, and then it spreads all across the floor and it creates a spot where it walked through. It leeches health away from the enemy and it provides yeah, it back she's to annoying. V. And so she's annoying. So it kind of, we could kind of force people into corners. So with her, when he throws the v- the poison down, that limits their space, and then I pop my my grenade launchers. So then that just air that just suffocates them into a corner. That at that point in time, they have to choose to run through the poison and come to us to get away from the from my grenade launchers. So it's this sounds nice like some uh, some nice for. layers of strategy there, and especially if you start really playing hardcore with four people, I imagine it could get. Even more so, um, I think it's oh, a yeah. nice bridge between something casual, like a third-person shooter, like a Fortnite, which of course can be every every game can be hardcore. But yeah. uh, just from a immediate accessibility standpoint, and Siege, like to me, Siege right now, there's so many characters, people have been playing it for oh, yeah. years, and it's just even two or three years ago when I was trying to get into it, I, I couldn't. So. One hundred percent. I I agree, Tyler. With you, I'm widely there because um we tried to jump back into siege, <clears throat> and I was like, no, no, not doing it. Um, so many characters, I didn't know who to run with. I didn't know what the meta was. I feel like I need to watch C ranked siege streams for like a day or two. three hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I need to dedicate time and like really watch what the meta is, what people are running, what are people, who are people ba- banning between matches. Like there's so much that goes into it. Like you don't know who to ban, what map, on what maps are you, which which locations are you preferring or what others. There's so much going on in Siege that I'm, I'm so behind on that it's tough for me to jump back, just cold turkey back in. So I've been struggling there. And what's up, Sky? I see you in the chat. How's it going? What's going on, Sky? Just chatting up about some Rogue Legacy. Um, and now you had mentioned uh, Deathmatch, and it made me think of something. Uh, Hyperscape, a game that Tyler gave a go a couple months ago, now has a team Deathmatch mode, which is... I, I tried that as well, actually. Oh, I did you? After Tyler, I didn't want to talk about it because it was a complete disappointment for me. Oh. <laughs> You, t- you tried the Battle Royale mode or the new mode? Yeah, the, the Battle Royale mode. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've been hearing some decent things about the Team Deathmatch. Like, maybe it wasn't uh, the best type of game to be a Battle Royale after all. But, mm. I don't know. They're probably just doing their best to salvage that thing because it definitely seems like that was one that really came and went uh, as far as the Battle Royale scene goes. But, always honestly, hope. Honestly... Looking back on my time, my my I played what five matches of Hyperscape, and 
it really does, looking back on it, feel like it's much better suited as a team deathmatch. Hmm. You know? It wasn't like the maps were overly huge, you know, to begin with. Most of the time, I felt like I barely traveled that far and the matches were over, you know? I actually never played um, it, so I can't comment, but well, yeah. yeah. Wasn't it like 60 players or something? Yeah, it wasn't a huge mm -hmm. count. And they kind of kind of hectic and frenetic. Like they were trying to blend aspects from Apex to Fortnite, um, a little bit of everything. You know, so like old school Unreal tournament where everything's just really yeah. fast. Yeah. Yep. The Tyler, lighten up, man. Stop looking sad. They noticed in the chat. I'm not. <laughs> I'm. I'm not sad. You sad about his smoker? We know. <laughs> this is my happy face. <laughs> uh cool so that is rogue company uh you want to give a kick, quick update on yakuza and maybe update people on where they can watch uh your your many streaming and video exploits so with yakuza we're wrapping up chapter 11 right now we have been fighting cavemen in the in the swamps or in the sewers of you know ejincho grinding the ejincho beat big three have fallen, collapsed. The big, the great muscle, uh, the great wall of muscle is down, and the Omi Alliance is trying to invade. We're trying to push them back, and you can catch all of this on YouTube and on Twitch simultaneously. And just jump in there. Let it go for the ride with me. We're wrapping that up. We're trying to wrap it up. Push through the last last four chapters, last four or five chapters before Cyberpunk in two days. So yeah, he's got to get ready. Order. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a tall order. You're gonna have to just hop on that right after the stream ends. I think I'm about to call out on Thursday morning and just stream on Thursday morning. <laughs> there you go. You gotta do what you gotta do. Anthony, um, have you have you found any weaknesses to those cavemen dudes? I don't know what you're talking about. He hasn't, he hasn't gone down to the underground du dungeon yet, so he doesn't know about the cavemen. I have to, I I'm going to dedicate, my plan was just, just to sit down and dedicate a whole other grinding session to that because I think I have everybody in my party right now that I can. So I want to go back. How, what and... level are you at right now with your highest character? I want to say like 35. Look at that. He's a whole chapter ahead of me, and I'm practically four levels ahead of him. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Grinding. Dang. Yeah. You're gonna... no, I haven't gotten that. Well, you also, you did, you got like what, Mr. Moneybags or whatever you ran into in the, the sewer, <laughs> the big, the Sujimon guy who gives you a jillion experience. Yep, the caveman. I fought him. The time I saw it in stream. Literally, when you beat him, you go up a whole level after beating him. How yeah. do you find him? He's just random, right? So there's actually you ran you you ran, you ran into like three of them like when I was watching. Wow. Mm -hmm. But two out of four ran away from me. Oh, that sucks. So they're like metal slimes. Yeah, they're exactly like the metal slimes. Yeah, yeah we had this conversation he, last week. And he does this Hell little yeah. thing right here, like get scared. He'll be like, oh, and then just run. Oh. Scurry what, away. What a bitch. And he has it. So Tyler, actually, I look, went into my Suji decks to look for weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And he has none. Okay. <laughs> wow. Literally, when you go and it says weakness, it's, everything's great. Oh, try using, uh, you have the Matriarch class, right? For the girls? Um, I haven't switched them into it, no. You should do that and then get up to a certain level where you learn. Um, it's like basically it's it's just like Jade's in Dragon Quest Eleven's her. Uh, it's oh, like the high piercing, crit hit. Yeah, it's like the crit hit, but it's like piercing strike or something like that. You just time it with triangle, and it's usually a pretty like big hit. So you want to know what's funny is that the crits doesn't matter with this guy. 
Really? Um, because I've I hit him with a couple crits with the pigeon raid from Namba, mm-hmm. and it did nothing. It was still doing one. Wow. One damage. So what it is is just you have to when you go into that dungeon, you have to really when you're about to fight them, you your party needs to be people that have uh multiple hit combo attacks. So like Seiko's okay. clobber fist where she boxes them out, that's a good one yeah. against them. The pigeon raid is a good one because that's a that hits like five, six times. I found that I just got the upgraded version of that and it's sick. Oh yeah, I have the upgraded version of that too, the pigeon storm. Yeah, it's yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah it's speaking a dope. foreign language right now. But <laughs> I, so actually, there's a couple moves. I don't know if you have them, have these, but I I was showing off at the one point in time in the, in the underground dungeon, like showing Tyler moves all mm-hmm. over the place. Um, you, have you, the or, you, great. you have the orbital strike. Yeah, I I got that. I love that. Yeah. He literally it's could so call it like, orbital, <laughs> orbital laser. <laughs> How many times? I use it on the um. Did you do the uh the side mission with the circus? Yes. Yeah, oh the my animals. God. I use that on the, the chimp. Tiger, the bear, the chimp. Yep, that's what I used yeah. the laser on. That was the first one. I think that was the that only one. battle I've actually used summons on. All right. Man. Next time on the Yakuza show. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Five minutes. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think that was, that was fair, Tyler. That he can talk about Yakuza for a few minutes. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk anymore. I don't want to talk about it. Nope, not gonna. Nope. The dictatorship here. You guys should have a Yakuza show. Just walk through the entire we're, game. We're, honestly, I think once we wrap up, we're gonna we should do an extra level. I'm down. Ra- wrapping up Yakuza. Hell yeah! Okay. If you guys did a spoiler cast, that'd be sick. Oh yeah, I like that. So I finished a game finally. As someone that usually completes about a game a week, it's been know, a few. It's been, a, it's been a dry spell. It's been a you dry need spell. Me quote a Come on, man. I know this is the first year where I might not hit. Well, no, there's been a couple years I didn't hit forty, but um, I finally fit, finished Blasphemous, and I have to say that I think this is a really uh, good to great. Uh, 2D Metroidvania Souls like. I think that the art style and polish on it is really excellent. I think the boss design is incredibly memorable. I think the music, the atmosphere, the progression, the exploration, it's all good. Like, it, it none of it, some of it more impressive than others. I think, you know, there are certain, it doesn't try to reinvent the wheel. Like, the, the combat's very heavy. Uh, heavy attacks or uh, heavy light attacks and parries and the occasional magic spells and everything like that. But what I think that it does really well as far as emulating the Souls series is just having the right amount of mystery where there are certain side quests that are just uh, obtuse enough to where you feel like you're really discovering something when you complete them, but they're not so impossible to find that you never will but now that i'm actually saying that out loud there are a few that i just completely missed so it gives you incentive to replay it if you really get into it um but i think that the difficulty is spot on as far as what you want from this type of game like certain bosses very challenging some of them just take one or two tries but i think by the end they're pretty consistently 
holding your foot to the fire and I died dozens of times, or not dozens, but more than a dozen times on a couple of the bosses. And I don't mind that. Like as, as long as I'm continuing to, to get better, I, that's actually one of my favorite things in games these days is just knowing that I'm well equipped for this boss. I have to learn its patterns. I'm slowly getting better. And that's, I feel like a boss fight is, is in its, is at its best when it feels like a full game might have 20 years ago, 30 years ago in terms of its mechanics. Uh, it just has such a satisfying uh, dodge this attack, jump here, slash that, uh, make sure to roll out of the way to this one, make sure that you parry this one and watch out for the bullet hell coming in. And it just feels... It's actually engaging, so it's actually pulling you into the game rather than kind of just like, okay. Totally. Like it, it, They're very... Uh, you know, the, the boss fights are pretty RNG-based. Like, you can get lucky if there's an attack that you're particularly uh, effective as as exploiting or you're, if you find really easy to dodge, you might have a much easier time than the next time where he's you know, ends up using the really difficult and high-damaging attack two out of four times in a row, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, typical for a Souls-type boss. And, uh, like, the... I'm not saying the game's a, a masterpiece, but I do think that is it is overlooked. And I think that compared to other games, you know, like like Hollow Knight, uh, which has certainly gotten its due, even though it maybe did initially when it came out, I think in 2016, when it came out on Switch, it really blew up. I think that people that are looking for that either Castlevania or Hollow Knight or Dark Souls type experience, this one has more platforming. Than, than you might expect as well. Like it's got some some serious platforming, which can be a little wonky. Uh, I will say that like that that is something that it could have improved on from a gameplay perspective. But uh, overall, like this is a, a definitely like between an eight and a nine for me. I think in terms of if I was writing a review for a magazine or something like a, maybe an eight point two, eight point three. Mm-hmm. I I really I could definitely recommend it. Check out Blasphemous if you're into Souls type things. That's it. That's the end. See you guys next week. Psych. Hit him with the elevator music, Tyler. Hit him with the elevator. All righty. So we actually did get a couple of questions from the audience this week, and I'm going to pull those up in just a moment before we move on to the most anticipated game that we've ever experienced in our entire lives. Oh, this is a good one. I can remember. I can remember one, but it's not like you know those ones you really waited for, but you didn't really want it to be the one you waited for that long. I know. So, Pokemon Snap on the Switch. Yeah, this one comes in from <laughs> Broad- Broadway Vic, and it's for Kenny and Tyler. Oh, damn. Uh, how snappy are the operating systems on the new generation of consoles? I sold my PS4 because I believe in burning everything down to the ground and starting anew. Ooh. Do that before you even got the PS5? That That's bold, man. That's bold. <laughs> Please tell me the PS5 OS runs fast and smooth. Please, God. Please, God. <laughs> it is. It is fast. It is smooth. It takes a little bit of getting used to transitioning from the PlayStation 4 to the PlayStation 5. Uh, but once you get used to it, it it's good. Um, I yeah, like it a lot. I want to go back. No, I won't go back. <laughs> I'm good <No>. with it. <laughs> you sure you don't want to sell me that? <laughs> uh, you had your chance. Uh, 
1200 there's gotta be more by now right 1200 that's your price <laughs> no, i think i'll i'll bide my time hey pick it up that's that, that's days. that's low for a scalper oh god not Listen, on walmart it's totally sold out still can't, can't get join the raffle i'll sell you a ps5 if i win the raffle wiley <laughs> okay i'll what pay. raffle was that uh, I joined the raffle um, with this guy I know on. Um, oh, right, right, right. He told us at the game shop or something? Oh, not even. No, this was a different raffle. Oh, okay. I joined the the gummy one. bear raffle. This guy I know, he runs a very popular podcast for the Saints, for the New Orleans Saints. So, what he's doing nice. is with the raffle money, he's, he normally already, every game, he does the, the. He like picks two different players. They're out there combined tackles. He like does ten dollars per tackle. Then he does buys food. He donates that amount of, amount of money that you know from the total, and then buys homeless people around New Orleans food. So what he's gonna do with the raffle money is buy food, clothing, and just different little supplies for the from the homeless in New Orleans. So I was like, you know, if I win it, don't win it, don't care. You know, I'm always good cause. Always around supporting good causes, and I've been been getting to know the guy so peoples sweet what's the name of the show it is sports overtime and that's a space saints specific one well no sports he talks sports but he's a big time saints fan so uh, okay gotcha yeah. all right and our next question comes in from golden age retriever what game franchise have been neglected far too long by its developer publisher and needs some love in 2021 we may have answered this a similar question a few weeks ago, but that's okay. Do we finally get a new Metroid game? Will Sly Cooper come to the PS5 with a new adventure? Maybe a return to form for Pokemon? I mean, so, I'm going to lead so. off, right? Golden Age Retriever, we are not going to sit here and talk about Metroid. We know you're waiting for it. We know you <laughs> love your Metroidvania games, but we are not. Whereas there's other games that have been neglected, not just Metroid. Okay, man? You understand okay. you want it. Plenty of <laughs> people want it. Those amiibos are going for a lot. You the uh, the Samus Return ones when they made the 3DS remake. It's been so long, Kenny, since they've given us anything but a Metroid Prime 4 logo. I, I just I feel his pain. I don't feel his pain. No, I don't feel his pain. No, <laughs> that soundtrack though too for Yikes. Metroid Prime 2. Oof. Okay, so, so any franchises come to mind for you guys? Yeah, uh, let me look. Hold on. So, the, let me the look at my franchise shelf. The one that needs to return to form, and hopefully, right now, since it's all rumored to be in the works behind closed doors, Mass Effect needs to return to form. Mm. I think, um, you know, we got Dragon Age Four coming. I think Ooh. before that, well, we're going to see some. But Dragon Age, the last one wasn't wasn't bad. In- Inquisition, that was a great game. Yeah, no, that's not yeah. a game that has had a fall from grace like uh, Andromeda caused and nope. I just think that we might still be a few I, mean, uh, I would say we're like six years five to six years off from a new Mass Effect which is crazy we'll be old yeah. that's nuts um, I love we'll be the... halfway, halfway through this console generation before we get it and I'd like to I see ju- them do something with uh, Beautiful Joe mm. that's a good one that's that a good, one. A good one. one it's been a while uh, I a couple of Konami franchises come to mind. I think that uh, uh-huh. Castlevania has. It's been too long since it's had its attempt at like a Sonic Mania type of thing, where maybe a passionate developer gets together and makes a 
something in the vein of a symphony of the night or rondo of blood they just uh, did that a uh, second one the bloodstained curse of the moon too that that's true that's, that's true ago. and i hear that that's awesome and just completing blasphemous that was something that i was considering and i think that golden Age i think Retriever... it's actually on sale right now too wiley on switch oh really okay i'll I check it out so bloodstained uh curse of the moon was a kickstarter goal for bloodstain ritual of the night which was a 3d or a 2.5d uh near triple a game that had a lot of hype and came out either last year or the year before but curse of the moon was a 8-bit uh reinvention of the castlevania games of the nes era that was really good had really beautiful sprite work memorable boss fights and can only be it's like it was like 10 bucks or something it was really solid playthrough i did, I haven't played through curse of the moon 2 but anthony mentioning it uh, makes me want to pick it up um so i think castlevania would be a neat one i've said jet, jet moto was one of my favorite games as a kid mm-hmm. on the ps1 even though Ooh. i don't think I'm, I'm pretty alone in that um jet set radio future jet set radio that's a great great answer actually yeah um jet set radio jet set radio future both really good games power stone Power Stone. Ooh, I did hear that <laughs> they. Were, I thought they were. I thought that Dang. got announced though that they were working on a Power Stone. Really? Ooh. Yeah, I could have sworn. I've been on the on the internet way too much lately. I hope so. <laughs> the character designs of that game were great. I love that. I fell in love with that art design. I, yeah, Tyler doesn't want Power Stone to get remade. <laughs> he got whooped on. Ah man, I'll take you on in Power Stone. He got beat over <laughs> and over <laughs> and over. Oh yeah, be Red Falcon, okay. you root so Rouge. A total, total um rumor. But I'm seeing the rumor that I think are the, the thing that you were talking about from about a month ago, November nineteenth, from Nintendolife.com. According to this document, if it is indeed legit, we got Dragon's Dogma 2, Street Fighter 6, Resident Evil 4 remake. Animusha New Work, Ooh. Monster Hunter 6, Super Street Fighter 6, Power Stone remake coming in 2024. This is, I think, 2024. This is to be taken with the biggest grains of salt that you can possibly think of. But And then they have one called Resident Evil Hank coming in quarter four 2024 how can they estimate quarter four 2024 you know these these they plan these big things quite in advance you know um interesting i'm I'm surprised i missed that rumor and i don't usually mention such unsubstantiated things on the podcast because we're so official and professional but it's okay. there it is if you want to look it up you can find out some, some pretty wild capcom rumors um anybody else got any ones they want to add uh i think the one i mentioned last time was a uh, attack in the power of juju Ooh. oh right yeah <laughs> i heard those games are really good those are the ones i always like want to go back and like play Isn't yeah they're only one they are good no, there's two there's like three i think right? three. Oh, okay. yeah. that's why it's like it was like a jack and dexter pretty much and then yeah. they came out with a really shitty Nickelodeon cartoon like four years too yeah, late. Yeah, I think the cartoon ruined it. Like, oh, ru- ruined the franchise. What about what about the Mark of Cree? Ooh, I have the second one, the Rise of Kasai. Never even heard of it. I don't Kenny, if you're it. talking, we can't hear you. I think you're... Okay, I think he's on a on a call. 
Um, all right, moving on to our topic of the show to close things out for this week on the Level With You show. Since Cyberpunk is only two days away, the game that has been announced for ever is finally coming out and it's been on the top of a lot of people's most anticipated lists i think it'd be fun if we took a trip down memory lane to relive the game at whatever point in our lives we were most stoked for that we absolutely could not wait to open throw in the console hit the download button whatever it may be and play now anthony have you had time to think about this one yes you have all right it better not be the same answer as kenny and tyler Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's uh it was actually uh from back when I worked at GameStop like okay. in 2010, 2011. It was oh, on white version or black. Oh, oh white, black version. One got. Which one did you go for first? Uh I'll give you a clue. It's the same color as my skin. White. Racist. Racist is a color, black and white. <laughs> I was going to be like, yeah, I got the same color as Kenny's skin game. No, but so Pokemon White, and uh, why were you so anticipating it, and did it meet those expectations? Uh, it was uh, the first game where the sprites moved, so I thought that was really cool when uh, I, you actually saw them move around, so it gave the Pokemon a little more life, and I was so super stoked with that, and I thought the region looked really cool. So I was just super, super hyped, and plus being like able to work at a GameStop at the time or working there and getting that like a week before release, like I think it was like we got a, a prior Sunday, and that was back when Nintendo released games on Sunday for some reason. And I was like, oh, okay. So we got it like the previous week. And I was like, oh, just sitting at it, looking in the box, just being like, oh, I want to play you so bad. You couldn't open it? You didn't stake it? No, you can't. That was that was, that was was a no-no. People <laughs> did it there, but I did not. I was a, I was a lame-o. Hey. Uh, a good boy. Um, and was this the first one on the DS? Mm, second. So yeah, second was right after Diamond and Pearl. Those yeah, Gen 5. Those, those were the first, yep. Gotcha. Cool. Well, that's a nice, unique, yet still typically Anthony answer. Thank you. <laughs> happy, happy to help. <laughs> uh, what about you, Kenny? So, throwing a curveball here for the viewers. Oh, shit. <laughs> Most anticipated game. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, sweet. We didn't talk about for this show at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Cue the, all right, uh, Kingdom the Hearts 2. What about Kingdom Hearts uh, 2 made it the most hype of, of the whole series for it you? It was, it was, well, so like I was explaining, 3, of course, was hype because it was 3 and then the amount of time it took to develop, right? But that's a scapegoat answer. I feel as though <laughs> 2 was so, the mo- one, one of the most hyped for me because of how 1 ended. Like, it was such a great game. I loved the game, fell in love with the franchise instantly after that game. I was ready for sequels. From from left and right, right, and I was sequels, like, I need prequels, to know everything in between. Everything in between. I was like, <laughs> I need 8, to know nine point twos. Just give it to me. Yep, I know the point twos, the point fives were happening, but I will, I'll take it. I bought them. I have them. I'm happy. And I was like, damn, like beat part one, and I was like, yo, I need to see where where Mickey and Riku is. I need to see how Sora gets back to Kyrie. Where'd the door like, go? How did he get to that big exactly. field at the end? That was my biggest question. What was that letter they, uh, they that Pluto gave them? What are these things? Who I need to know. So it left nice. me just wanting more from the fr- from this franchise that I just fell in love with, and I just and at that time I had forums to scour 
for things and then kingdomheartsrumors.com message the, boards once... were the that was prime message board years oh, 2002 yeah. yep. 2005 Neo-Gap, I, I used Fire. to be on the gamefacts.com forums and there you know just that, searching that, that was your main forums yeah that was my main gaming forum um so then i found out about you know a couple years later the fi- the final mix extra ending in japanese and i watched that on early youtube Ooh, you know when you get to fight the hooded guy yep. it's like, oh, i didn't get to see this cut soon i was like i didn't see this what is this yep and the new keyblades from sephiroth and ice titan when yep. you fought him i remember being really upset about that that we never got that I when i was younger we got it years later as adults but not when we were younger but that was mine let me hear yours wiley Sure thing. So I can take you back <laughs> to a eventful day on November the 9th, 2004. <laughs> so I was, unfortunately, couldn't get out of going to school. I tried and wasn't quite able to swing that, but I was able to make my mom go to the store and pick the game up for me. And at this point in my life, I was taking the school bus home from school. I had an iPod Classic. I had the original Halo soundtrack ripped to my iMac that I then transferred to my iPod Classic. As I walked off the bus stairs, I loaded up the original Halo theme as I walked off the bus, walked down the block to boot up Halo 2 for the first time. I hear the, oh, (laughs) like I'm about to, finally get the holy grail my most anticipated game ever a game that had not one but two incredible e3 showcases uh that was i think besides maybe a gta or dragon quest in japan just the, the biggest event type of game maybe of the century so far that just had the fan base foaming at the mouth to get their hands on it and i was definitely one of them i got the silver edition um, you know, it was like ten dollars more. It had the two on it, and it was it was like the original steel book. And um, yeah, so did did it meet expectations after the first one? Initially, I'll actually say that no, it did not. From a campaign, Ooh. from a campaign standpoint, I actually was quite disappointed for a couple reasons. One, it was the first time I think I ever can remember being actively disappointed from a technical standpoint in a game because the game shipped with terrible terrible pop in in the cutscenes um just it would load up a pretty much blank spaceship and then over the course of two to three seconds you'd see everything pop in it was just like super jarring and after the super smooth and polished original game i just found that to be a little bit much um i thought that the earth level that was so amazing that in the e3 presentation that they shown while while it was still cool just didn't quite meet my 14-year-old expectations for whatever reason. Um, As I played it over the years, I gained an appreciation for it, and I think that some aspects of it are still amazing, like the the physics of shooting the Banshees out of the sky with the tank uh, when Mm -hmm. you're on that big bridge is pretty awesome, and just the scope of it is still impressive, I think, 16 years later. Uh, What this game really nailed was the multiplayer for me. Um, That just was... It was my first real Xbox Live experience where I was really into it. I had the Ethernet cable hooked up, you know, a 50-foot cord going every which way to get to the, 
you know, the broadband uh, router. And overall, it, it eventually met expectations, but th there was nothing like the lead up to it. That, that was just the most, got to get my hands on it. I remember even, I posted something on IGN, like, what's the worst thing you would do in order to get Halo 2? <laughs> and uh, some of the answers. Um, I can't remember. It's been like 16 years. I think I was so immature at this time. I was like, <laughs> I would let some random person in a foreign country die. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's not a <laughs> That doesn't affect you at all. <laughs> but I remember being called out on it, and I was like, yeah, I guess that was pretty insensitive oh, and stupid shit. to say. I posted a lot of stupid shit on the internet when I was, you know, between the ages of 10 and 15. Hey, we had it. We had a good, thank God, you know, it was back then. Then, like, everything's so old. Now, you do that shit today. You're getting canceled for the rest of your life. Exactly. <laughs> right. no, we yeah, had it good. We're totally. rebranding, re renaming Double With You. Because <laughs> 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 Wiley's old IGN forum posts have resurfaced. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> sad to our, say. Our, they're here to ruin our 213 subscriber notoriety. <laughs> we really hope you guys won't think any difference of us. I, yeah. You know what's funny, Wiley? Um, before we get to Tyler's most anticipated, talking about Halo 2, right? I don't know if you remember, not that long, like a couple a couple months ago, I was doing a cold stream, streaming, trying to get through the whole Halo franchise right, before yep. Infinite on Legendary. We you got plenty of time now. <laughs> we got, yeah, because it just got announced that it's fall 2021. Oh, did it? Yeah, not that long ago, within like the last hour or two, it got announced. Wow. Um. So... We got, we get to me and Studio One Four Nine. We got to Halo Two. We been, we beginning. We finished part one on Legends. They were, we're feeling good about it. And then I never knew about a stupid mechanic in part two. At part one, when a partner dies, he, you just had to get out of combat, and he would respawn on you. Mm -hmm. Part two, anyone dies, you go back to your last checkpoint. Really? I thought the two you on have legendary. to go. You oh, on legendary. I thought I played on it on legendary. All you do is leave combat. No, and that was part one and part three. Really? Part two, they decided to switch it up and make it so that if anyone died, it reloaded to the last checkpoint. Really? <laughs> we haven't even finished the first mission. Oh That's my god! Yeah, because we'd be there like, oh, one more person, one more person to kill, and then doom. No, why did you die? All the enemies are now spawned again, and we're back at the beginning. That's of that fight. Uh, if anything, you're getting better. It's training for your game. Except for he gives up and just doesn't do it for weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's why Thank I like you. seeing a bar go up. So I'm like, yes, I am getting better. Maybe not, but look, the numbers <laughs> that it's higher now. Hey, that's listen, the Call of Duty Four figured that out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Um, Halo Two was infamously known for the jackals with the sniper rifles on earth that could one shot God. you those are terrible man on legendary mm -hmm. th those are seriously rough i think i think two has the reputation as being the toughest at least of the original trilogy to complete on legendary i've done the first one on legendary a bunch um that's just that's my most played game probably ever so that's i bet i could do that you know i need some practice for sure but i i, I bet i could get reacclimated and do that but two just seems super daunting and it's 15 levels uh, yep. the second half of the game is very 
claustrophobic and there's a whole arbiter sections and it's very sort of like hard sci-fi as a comparison to halo one which was i don't know felt more like a hollywood soft sci-fi hollywood movie yeah to an extent sort of soft sci-fi yeah <laughs> Uh, Tyler was it? Yeah, my, my 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 most anticipated game. Uh, I was gonna go back to uh, 2007, uh, Christmas Day, and I was 14 years old. Didn't really have a whole lot of monies, um, so when I opened up this big old box and saw the big rock band logo with all the instruments and the drum set and things like that all together, the microphone. Uh, I mean, this thing was probably like, what, like 120 bucks, like when it came out or something like that, because it came with everything. Yep. So I was like super hyped about that. Um, Bro, it and cost then... 250 bucks. Oh, <laughs> dang. Oh, no, never mind. Never mind. That's the current price of Rock Band 4. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> oh, like the Rock Band 4 with the with everything. But it was 120 when Rock Band 1 came out with the guitar, the mic, and the drums. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, so I was stoked. Um, I was definitely asking my dad for, for that game for a while. I mean, I, I think it came out like pretty close to Christmas time uh, back in back in 2007. Um I think it did. Yeah, uh, that was like the big boom. Yeah. Um, yeah, it did. You're right. November 20th. So, yeah, it was right around the corner. Um, everyone, I feel like Rhythm Games were pretty huge back then uh, with, a, with a Guitar Hero kicking it off and then Rock Band coming and, uh, and following suit. Because, um, they, I mean, they introduced kind of like the, the drum set, didn't they? I mean, Guitar yep, Hero did. didn't have that. Because the Guitar Definitely. Hero only had the guitar, they didn't have the mic, so they came in and introduced the, the drum set and the mic. Yeah, and I, I, it was just like revolutionary. Um, and then World Tour was, came out and they're like, we're cool too. Yeah, World Tour was trash. So for some <laughs> reason, I'd always preferred Rock Band a lot more. I yeah. remember when my buddy, you know, his older brother picked up Rock Band. We were jamming out every single day after afterwards you know yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it was so it's much fun so much yeah so much fun to have friends over and then just jam out and play through some some sets and kind of i mean and like the cool thing about it was like everyone could have their own character and then yeah that was my your, your character you're kind of playing through these tours together and stuff like that and you're i mean that's one of those games where you're able to kind of like progress as a as a band together yeah, it's not like separate you customize your guy too it was sick you know, it's funny, after COVID, we need to have a game night, right? Or it doesn't matter when. Um, because I have practically almost all the instruments. One more guitar, and we're, we're set. But I have a guitar, I have the drums, and I have the mic. Nice. And, I have rock, and I have Rock Band 4, where I was so into a Rock Band that when Rock Band 2 came out, I paid the $10 in the DLC to transfer all the songs from 1 into 2. Mm-hmm. And when three came out, transferred song, all the songs from one and two into three. And then when they finally allowed that feature into four, brought all those songs in four. And you can do that. That's nuts. I didn't know yeah, you could do that. So in four, I have, this, I have songs from one, two, three, all my DLCs. I think I'm up to almost 300 and something songs right now that are playable on my rock band wow. four right now. That's a good yeah. iPod. Yeah, I think just just like thinking thinking about just like DLC for like any type of game, I feel like Rock Band or not not Rock Band, but just like rhythm games in general are probably where I've spent the most on like DLCs. 
um to get like new songs i mean i I think i think to like rock band and guitar heroes um i mean i think even even like today i think back to like like beat saver i bought in like some of those like expansion packs um whereas like most of the time like i'm I'm not going to spend any money on like fortnite skins or skins for call of duty or things like that but i'll definitely like shell out for some new songs on a rhythm game (laughs) new songs that totally change up the experience yeah nope Neat. Well, I, I was more of a Guitar Hero person just because I didn't have the space or... I don't know why I didn't get into Rock Band. Like I, I've played it a few times, but I never got particularly good at it. I've enjoyed, over the past few years, being a Giant Bomb fan, watching Alex Navarro be pretty passionate about playing the drums in that game. He's a real-life drummer, and um, for Extra Life last year, he did a 24-hour straight uh, drum stream. That's awesome. Which nice. was pretty pretty epic. That's wild. Um, but anyway, that is a neat answer. Everybody's gone, right? Yeah. That's it. Anticipation's right. over. Yeah. Anticipation is over. We got a full hour, 10 plus minute episode. First time in a couple of weeks. That feels good. And, um. How the fuck do I keep doing that? I don't know why I'm just like. <laughs> 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 it's, it's like a tick now. Guy, I got Tourette's. Check it out. Ziggy. <laughs> <laughs> Audio listeners, you'll just have to guess what Anthony's doing. Yeah, what am I doing, guys? Look, get ready. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up, we got to do it near the mic so they can try and hear it. All right, ready? for the sound. What am I doing? <laughs> He's doing it. Oh God, oh, definitely nothing with a mayonnaise there. <laughs> well, right, um, we forgot to talk about Mortal Kombat 11, but uh, we're gonna be playing some of that soon and uh, checking out some new characters. Yeah, we we will be doing that. Mm-hmm. It's as nerve-wracking as it will be for the both of us. Just have a couple <laughs> beers, it's fine. All right, we'll see everybody next week. And till then... Stay level. Stay level. Stay, stay level. level. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>